Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Hair Impact. I'm Kusunde Shigas, your host. And today we're gonna talk about a woman that can inspire you. A woman, one of the pioneers in women's science. And her name is Mary Anning. She was this unsunk hero of fossil discovery. And she's an inspiration for every geologist uh, that happened to be female. And also is uh, inspired to the film, Hollywood film, Colmonites, which uh, Kate Blancet, uh, Kate Wesley, sorry, not Kate Blancet, <laughs> Kate Wesley is the Anna Mary Anning. Of course, this story uh, from the Hollywood perspective they showed Mary as a lesbian and the story is, is her focus on her and her lover which the family says she wasn't so but anyway whatever she is she was uh, is her own business and I think Hollywood movies also spotlight the difficulty Mary had in her life as a woman of science and today we're going to learn about that story in this episode of Her Impact. So Mary Anning was born in 1799 at the southwest of England in the Dorset. The place was Lyme Regis as they call it. And that area is now part of the Jurassic Coast. So there were a lot of fossils of dinosaurs there. Anning was one of the children of a very poor family and they were so poor that from 10, about 10 children, only two survived to adulthood, uh, Mary and her older brother. Mary's father was uh, very poor, so in order to feed his family, he had to sell fossils to tourists and that's why he became a collector, a hunter, let's say. And by the time that Mary was only five or six, he was his little helper. He was helping him to discover, to collect them, to clean them, in order to sell them to you know tourists and become you know a great collector as his father. He taught his uh, daughter everything that he knew about the whole process of finding and cleaning fossils. And he displayed everything to his shop that he had. So uh, in this region of England, most women there and girls were not really educated. And because she was so poor, she didn't have the chance to become you know, an educated woman. Except from poetry, that's the, what usually be done in the 1790s. So she grew up with um, this work and she has to uh, read. She actually learned herself to read, uh, his father uh, to, taught her. And she used, you know, this uh, learning, the reading to learn about the fossils. She was reading uh, books on geology and autonomy. 
But when uh, Aunt Mary was very young, her father, who was called Richard, died. He died in 1810, so she was like uh, 11 years old. Because he, uh, he was in a cliff collecting horses and he uh, fell down. And his injuries, and then he got tuberculosis, uh, caused him to die a few months later. So, uh, just one year later, and because again the family was poor, Mary continued the business of his father, just 11 years old. And when she was 12, uh, his her a brother, not something like a strange skull, fossil, and Mary take the time to dig it up and clean it. And it was her big, first big discovery, only she was just 12 at the time. So when uh, she should dig and clean it, uh, it was a five meter long skeleton. And the whole town learned about it. And the scientists actually thought it was crocodile, but it was not, it was a dinosaur. Either the George, uh, even the father of paleontology then, called George Cuvier, had don't even introduce, just tra started introducing about the whole uh, extinction theory. Imagine Dar Charles Darwin, uh, origin of species. You know they would need another forty-eight years to publish this work. So uh, the knowledge back there was very primitive. We did not a lot of anything actually about dinosaurs just not some. So her findings was very important because what they considered dinosaur, they actually find out years later that it was the first, uh, her first discovery, it was as called fish lizard, Ichthyosaurus, which is actually a marine uh, reptile that lived like 200 million years ago. And that was her birth first big discovery you find in the National History Museum now, today, in UK. A few, late, a few years later, in 1823, Mary discovered another skeleton, uh, the Plesiosaurus. So that was his second biggest discovery on dinosaurs. And it was, means the name near to, to peptile. So that uh, thought, the first clear the science believed that it was a fake. Even the father of pathology, then George Cuvier, was he's just disputed the finding. But and so the scientists start to talk about it, discussing about it. Uh, even the geologist of Lando make me to be scientists to this to see what it is and they never of course uh, invite Mary because they weren't allowed women back then and finally they say yes it is a positive dinosaur <laughs> that's where you know they accept that even they didn't never accept Mary so um, so uh, these two discoveries were uh, mentioning by scientists all the time, but they never credit her that she discovered them. 
so they never discussed uh, recognize her work although many scientists all over the world from Paris to Lando they uh, visited Mary you know discussing about her discoveries and give her asking her opinion on the fossils that she was finding on you know other fossils all over the world so Signed male scientists were talking about the fossils Mary was finding, but Mary never did, never had the chance, and never they were never crediting uh, her work, which there are two discoveries very important back then. So, um, Geologist Sarah Society, of course, in Lando, they refused to admit her because she was a woman, and only in 1804 they accepting women, so Mary was just many years before. In a few years again, later in 1828, Mary found another couple of bones with a long way, a long tail and wings. So that was the third dinosaur they found, that was the bird one that you may saw in Jurassic Park, let's say. And uh, uh, again, scientists came and they they didn't know what this unknown species was. Very rare and very curious about it. And it was called a Dimorphodon, which is, you know, uh, the biggest bird in a way, the wings we ever had. Uh, and it was the first they found outside Germany. And uh, uh, this, uh, he had uh, wings again, and it was the larger ever flying mammals. So these whole uh, contributions to Mary paleontology, these three big ones, and the fourth, which is less famous and less uh, credit again, is the fossil poo of dinosaurs, <laughs> which would be fine, but she really you know, she was really a find them in uh, fossils again. So uh, she sold many of her findings because she was again she was growing her shop until you know the whole uh, life. Uh, people found uh, travel over the world to find her fossils, and many museums struggle because of the high demand. They struggle to find fossils because of her. So until 1847, that's what Mary's life was. And then she got breast cancer and unfortunately died. Just 47 years old. It's a very short life she had. Uh, today, the National History Museum shows a lot of uh, findings of Mary, uh, including the three big discoveries. And well, I guess that UNESCO uh, consider uh, the Jurassic Coast uh, World Heritage Site and because of Mary and her findings we can go there and discover maybe discover our own uh, fossils if you dare to go that's really great trip to you know maybe you find a big discovery you never know with Valondology. So that's the story of Mary that she was a woman science and although she was not educated in science, she made discover so much, so many 
you know, discoveries because she has the curiosity of a scientist. She was a, had the determination of a scientist, but she was never educated as a scientist. And we consider women in science because she made a lot of contribution to the science of paleology. So that's the story and hope you enjoy Mary and her uh, big adventure in life. Hopefully we will, uh, you know, keep celebrating here. Thank you for being with me again on Her Impact and I'll see you next time with another episode. Next time, so you're a superpower.